0: This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience.
1: War Eagle Auburn fans, and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field and cross-country news and discussion. I'm your host, Jessica, and I'm here with my wonderful husband, Kyle, to discuss the pin relays.
0: The most wonderful time of the year for Jessica and her track and field joys in life. You
1: know, it used to be, and then I'll be quite honest, I was reading some things about Auburn and about our wonderful coach, and my bubble got burst a little bit about the pin relays because coach Burrell, despite his personal success at the pin relays, felt that this was not the best meet for heavy competition for our teammates.
0: well, that just sours this into this whole that we spent just- all the weeks leading up to this building up the pin relays and you're telling me
1: it really hurt my it was heart awful I didn't say it was awful. he was very professional and said it in such a kind way, and maybe I'm reading too much into it. But basically, he said that it's a great place, but it's not always the best competition.
0: So this would be something, at least this year, where we look at more celebrating the history of it and what it means for the sport, as opposed to what it means for the actual season. Even though what happens there is important during the season, maybe not the most important. Because think about it, this is, I believe, the last week... Leading up to the start of postseason play. Is that, am I correct on that?
1: Well, does SEC championship count as postseason? Yes. I I, I was...
0: Postseason is when you move into conference and true postseason play. Well, like
1: You taught me something new today. That's
0: what I consider it.
1: Oh, that's a kyle Okay, well, I'm, we can I'm, move on from that. Most people
0: would say like when basketball goes to the, turni- the SEC tournament, that's postseason play, too. Oh, Cause it's not guaranteed. The only thing you're guaranteed is your regular season. So like they're so you're
1: only... not guaranteed in track and field to go to the SEC. No, it's not
0: what I'm saying. But like,
1: oh, okay. Anyway, back to pin relays.
0: <laughs> I tried to bring the other sports into it just to kind of put it in layman's terms. Apparently, it didn't work. No. So, sorry.
1: So before actually we get to the pin relays, let's talk about one athlete that did not travel to which, Penn.
0: which may show why Coach Burrell thought yes that this wasn't the best. Overall competition if he sent them somewhere else.
1: So Azeem Fahimi competed in the East Coast Relays, placed sixth overall out of 75 athletes in the 100 meter dash with a time of 10.14 seconds, which is his collegiate best time. And also, if he had competed at Penn in this event, he would have won by four tenths of a second.
0: It just kind of shows you right there. And and for context, too, we've talked about that Coach Burrell personally has high standards because of where he competed, I'm sure, and the times that he put up here. But think about what He kind of judges that particular side of the competition on too. If he has had that great success there, and then he still sent his best athlete in that particular sprint event somewhere else.
1: Absolutely, it just kind of shows you that he is really invested in these athletes, and not just invested in a let's all travel as a team, which is a great thing to be cohesive and you know do that team bonding and stuff. But it's also really important to know each individual athlete's strength and know where they are going to individually compete at their peak And make sure that they've got opportunities outside of just college, too. I really appreciate the emphasis that he and all of the coaching staff have put on that. Because it's not just a Coach Burrell show. This is Auburn's entire coaching staff for track and field.
0: And it's not a foreign concept for us to have a lot of split meets in a season. But I do feel like we've talked about it more this season. And so you've probably seen that. A higher concentration on getting particular athletes where they need to be at their particular level of competition. To get them set up for the best possible scenario as individuals and as a team heading into SECs, heading into regionals, heading into actual NCAA championships if people make it there.
1: Absolutely. So now let's go back to Penn. Let's talk about that because that is the vast majority of our athletes. Like I said, it was just that one.
0: The glorious Penn Relays with a plaque of naked men on it.
1: Not necessarily plaque it's on the metals the
0: metals excuse me and so they're and not actually naked are they they're we're
1: just... about to talk about these metals they are naked
0: <laughs> okay
1: i'm gonna pull it up for all of you people i, that I are don't not here.
0: be careful what you're googling there like i mean pen
1: relays metals yeah you think that's bad it
0: may not be safe for work at this point what? <laughs> i'm just saying we just described what is on the metals
1: it's okay i'm
0: looking at them now <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, That's some butt naked men right there.
1: Yeah, there used to be. <laughs> it is
0: safe for work though.
1: There, there was a reason that it's like these men. Well, or something. B- because isn't
0: it supposed to be very based on you know Olympics? There was some of kind of that imagery too about the, the human form and showing that off the physiques and stuff like that. Like if you see like why a lot, is it of the,
1: just the men's physique and then? the
0: women's physique? I'm just I'm just saying like yeah. The they, good news
1: is all you see are butts. Why, why is
0: Ben Franklin who is cl- <laughs> dressed and they are not? <laughs> I'm, I've that never,
1: makes it way weirder. I
0: am, I'm honestly right now questioning everything that we've if, ever talked about before. If you are
1: not driving, but you are listening, please immediately go Google pin relays medals because this is the why, most god awful thing.
0: Why is Ben Franklin clothed and they are not? That's all I want to know.
1: That, but honestly, okay, all right. All right well, wow. we will search that up later. the good news is it is not pornographic it is just more anatomically correct and all you see is a butt
0: and they are clearly naked
1: but but again but but all you see are butts wow and only one of them
0: you know we've had some tangents in our lifetime on this show that is probably one of the best ones right there (laughs) because it happened live and there's no editing that out
1: (laughs) Just saying. All right. Anyway, Penn Relay, All right. Man. Here, Here you we are. you
0: recover, you recover. Let the me. The great news. Me, I'll do the I'll do the highlights for you and, and kind of recover. Well, that. we got
1: We got to talk about where where and when.
0: I'm just trying to move past it at this point. Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: So, Penn Relays April 27th through the 29th. It actually was like I think the 25th through the 29th, but the first two days were high school athletes competing. Um, this was obviously in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, um, at Franking Field. Which now I'm starting to think was named after Ben Franklin and I've never put that together because I am a blonde idiot.
0: I, I plead the so, fifth. So,
1: <laughs> here we are on things Jessica should have known but she didn't podcast.
0: And maybe we learned a lesson not to Google during the middle of the show too.
1: Yeah, so just firing on all cylinders as Kyle would say. This is his fault for and making all, us record late in the day. And if
0: only they knew this was the second take of the podcast too.
1: Yeah, also, <laughs> that's your fault too so everything is Kyle's fault but we love him dearly so except
0: for you googling the medal, and now we the have the naked men them. yes all right so the 15,000 competitors high school college track clubs otherwise but on top of all that, over the world all over the world but on top of that this facility can house 100,000 spectators
1: not can house it had
0: it had 1,000 <laughs> I'm just saying like that's the capability because like we had mentioned on the first take of this podcast, you may not have 100,000 there the entire time or Correct. So specific days. So for this
1: past weekend or the weekend that this event occurred, there were 100,000 spectators the last three days of competition. There you go. So Kyle tried to say it, which probably means that the very last day I would bet had 50,000 people watching.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's it, this I thing mean, if you're the... going to
1: go like no offense, but I'm not going for day one. I am going for those final finals. I want to see it all. I want to see the best of the best. I love everybody equally, but if I'm going out there with 100,000 other people trying to park in the middle of Philadelphia, I want to see the best of the best. It's
0: fair enough. Fair enough. Get the yep. full experience if you're going to go to something historic and unique, as we've just discussed. Yep. <laughs> An event, yeah. So, like why don't you this. tell
1: about the highlights before we get down and wrap a rabbit hole? Yes.
0: Okay. The highlights for the pin relays—quite a few to talk about. Mo and Poke won the men's 100-meter hurdles with a time of 49.81 seconds. So A gold medal right off the top. Maddie Malone got second gold naked medal. Here, you just said we weren't going to derail this show. And well, then it's one highlight in. <laughs> We're never going to make it out of this show. Uh, Maddie Malone got second place in the women's hammer throw with a throw of 66.93 meters.
1: The men's distance medley relay. Kyle, did you watch this? I did not. Because the final lap, really the final 200, was all over everything. It was on Insta. I assume it was on Twitter because I'm not there. It was on Facebook. It was on all of the platforms because that final, final when Ryan Kinane came down that straightaway, he was tied up with Clemson and some other school that I don't remember because they are irrelevant because they got third place now. Ryan was right there back. You know, he was in with the three, but he'd been with them the whole time. That final 50, he had this kick. I mean, Kyle, it was like the final kick that dreams are made of.
0: And Explain what a kick is, again, for those people that don't know.
1: If you don't know, you don't need to be listening to this podcast. No, J- Jessica, <laughs> this is
0: not how you win people over to your sport. So
1: I'm not gonna win anybody. We've talked about naked well, men <sighs> and how I don't want to live in Philadelphia. So we're not winning anybody.
0: For the layman's term out there, a kick would be like a second wind and uh, the last part of the, the your race, final
1: sprint, your final
0: your, gu- burst your of coup de energy, gras, yes. your
1: your everything. Yes. So. The last 100 meters, but really that last 50, Ryan, a distance runner, came from out of nowhere. It was just like lightning. I
0: I do remember seeing this now on on Twitter, and it got posted everywhere. I'm telling you,
1: it was everywhere. And his picture at the end, it was like this glorious moment. Like, everything you want a track and field win to be with his arms in the air. He just has this, like, exhausted but happy smile on his face. It was just, like, perfect.
0: Thank you for painting that picture for us. (laughs) Also,
1: let's be clear. It was a relay. Ryan finished the race that all of his teammates had started. Absolutely. It took all four of them to win that. So awesome, great, wonderful. They got that gold. They got that creepy medal. But they also got the fastest Auburn distance medley relay in 32 years.
0: Records and... Everything PRs, everything in between is just dropping left and right, even at pin relays for all right know. now. It's awesome.
1: Another relay team, women's four by two hundred meter got second place silver medal.
0: So good. Especially on the big stage like the pin relays. Alyssa Quinonez is mixing. Broke her own freshman record in the pole vault. I do remember seeing this on yes. social media. With a vault of 4.13 meters, she won the event. S- uh, Sanaa Barnes won the men- women's high oh. jump with a jump of 1.83 meters. And then Mara Huall won the women's discus with a throw of 51 Point eight one meters so lots of wins especially some really significant historical ones
1: yes and I think you're going to see as we get into all the results there were a lot of positive things so I only hit a few of the highlights but we're about to get through everything
0: everything all the enchilada so to speak
1: okay
0: I don't know where that came from just keep moving the whole enchilada yes just keep moving I bet
1: Ben Franklin didn't eat enchiladas what what <laughs> We've already talked about Azim Fahimi, who was not at Penn. He was at the East Coast Relays. Yep. But, like I said before, he got sixth out of 75 competitors with his fastest time of 10.14 seconds.
0: I mean, look at that. He shaved off 0.16 um, of, no. of his time. No? 0.18? No. 0.18. 0.18. Excuse he tried me. to do oh. math,
1: and it failed. How's that 0.18?
0: Oh, 0.18. Yeah, that's 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 the correct math there. It, regardless of my incorrect math, that's impressive. That's...
1: It is impressive. It's more, 180 is even more impressive. Yes, so yes. then we had Charlie Sexton competing in the men's 100 meter at Penn. There were 22 competitors. He got 21st place with a time of 11.29 seconds.
0: Yeah. And everything from this point should be Penn relays. Correct?
1: Yes. Yes. Azeem was the only competitor not at Penn. Gotcha. So for the men's 400 meter hurdles, as Kyle said earlier, Mo and Poke got first out of 29 competitors with a time of 49.81 seconds.
0: We've already talked about the medley. We'll talk about him again in just a second. But first, the men's 4x400, Luke Roberts, LeBron Bessick. Luke Roberts again, apparently, because that's oh. maybe a typo. So apologies <laughs> to the third person. And Mo and Poke on that. So I tell you, the folks, this this episode is just...
1: Just freaking failing! <laughs>
0: Anyway, that team, plus a fourth one, which we don't know what it is, uh, 13th out of 19, 3 minutes, 17.8 seconds. An impressive time, but it is not the fastest that Auburn is running the 4x400 And you know season. probably
1: why? Because Luke had to run two legs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> According <laughs> to my notes, he ran first leg and third leg, so he was pretty tired.
0: I would imagine so. At least he had a one in between him, you know?
1: Uh, I mean, you know.
0: <laughs> All right. the she... men, The men's distance relay. Uh, medley relay, Louis the DMR. Ola- yes, thank thank you for That's that. That's what it's called. The I know, DMR I know, it just threw me off for a second there. Louis Lachlan, Matthew Rayner, Rex Green, and Ryan Kinane, and you, I guess, broke it down by what they each ran here. So, so yes, why don't so you the just DMR take
1: this? is it is weird. I used to hate running the DMR because I was always second leg because I was the four hundred. So the first leg is a twelve hundred meter run, which is three laps around the track. Okay. Second leg is four hundred meter one lap. Third leg is an 800 meter, two laps. And the fourth leg is a mile, 1600 meters. So four laps. So you go three laps, one lap, two laps, four laps. Why would
0: you just build
1: up? Dude, I don't know. To me, There's probably logic behind this. I mean, there's definitely logic behind it, but my guess, and this is not scientific. This is Jessica. I'm assuming that if you did it, you know, do 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 four eight twelve sixteen. One, one more time. Do 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 do. You would have the. It would give less opportunity for teams to split like where they are. Sure. Okay. So if you have a heavy distance team. Yeah. Somebody running the four hundred is going to be a real big wild card. Yeah. And you might not have a good four hundred meter runner. Okay. So that's why you kind of want it to be in the middle, right? Spice it up a little. And then your fastest leg is probably going to be that mile.
0: See, to me, it would be a lot more exciting to have it start with the longest and go to the shortest for the most, you know.
1: Oh, you want long to short. Yeah. I kind of like this. The chaos, it just seems so random. But 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 it was the facts. Like, you Google DMR and that's the order. Mm. Always. So I don't know. Stop asking me but questions. But
0: what we do know is that- They got a gold. Right, which we've already talked about. Nine minutes, 42.5 seconds. Amazing. 32-year record. Gone. Broken. All the way gone. And
1: I think they have the the fifth place for best time.
0: Oh, like overall? Fifth
1: best in Auburn history. Oh, in
0: Auburn history. Okay, I was about to say pin relays. in the world. I was about to say, that's impressive. Why mm-hmm. did we make a bigger deal about that if they had the fifth in pin relays history? Okay, well, anyway- all right, the men's hammer throw. We've got a few my people to talk about. I'll about talk about the throwing things because I like the throwing oh. things. You kind of took over my distance medley you thing there. You talk about your Kyles. Yes, that's true. Kyle Brown, fifth overall out of 12, 65.56 meters, followed up by Kyle moison right behind him, sixth out of 12, 65.55 meters. Literally point zero one less than, him. or yeah.
1: More. Well,
0: less. More if you're talking about Kyle Brown. That can get really confusing. Dude,
1: I can't <laughs> handle the two Kyles and you, Kyle. It is too much.
0: Eric Ebel, seventh out of 12, 65.45. So our like big crew there, the ones we always talk about, the Kyles and Eric are continuing to be like, right. You know, we talked about running in a group and distance running a lot. They throw together they in a group.
1: Literally. Are you fifth, sixth, seventh. That's amazing. Yes. Then, speaking of amazing again, Dontavius Hill continues to kill it, got a bronze medal, um, third out of nine competitors with a jump of 2.15 meters. Mm-hmm. For the women's 400 meter hurdles, we only had one competitor, competitor, Abiano Otpan placed fifth out of 31 competitors. With a time of 57.39 seconds.
0: And I'm gonna be honest, I think we've been saying Jean's last name in this next event wrong all season, so I'm, I'm gonna change it again. And uh, I'm sorry if it's still wrong. Uh, but the women's 1,500 meter run, Jean Keatsy, I think is how oh, it's said. Okay. Not Kotsy, Keatsy, uh, 29th out of 31, 4 minutes, 27.5 seconds, which is almost her best time of yep. the year. Almost. That
1: was a weirdly competitive event at Penn I, I don't understand why because normally Gene is really high like f- closer to the top yeah of the yeah back, right right so that was a really weirdly competitive event
0: which kind of shows you when we were talking about the comments by coach Burrell or he, he's telling the truth about how he feels about it but maybe there's still pretty stiff competition in some in, pati- some, in yeah. some areas but the ones he was really wanting to push some of his best athletes in like Azim Fahimi obviously had to send him somewhere else uh, the women's 4x200, Not here's your team, Naya Benton Andrews, Shantae Klinkscale, Amara Sharp, and Ariana Sharp. We've talked about the Sharp sisters a lot. Second out of 18 teams, one minute, 37.9 seconds. And
1: just to paint a picture, this is the first time that we've had a 4x2 team. Yeah, this I know.
0: Season. I, when I saw that on our notes, I know I thought you'd messed up already.
1: Wow. I, mean, I did mess up in a lot of things. It just wasn't there. Yeah, well, you know, here we are.
0: Here we are keeping a list of wrongs. Oh, Does the Bible say we should I, not? I'm just know? kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just
1: kidding. The women's four by four, an amazing event. We had Amira Sharp, Ariana Sharp, Layla Hasbrook, and Abessiano Okpan placing seventh out of eighteen teams with a time of three minutes thirty five point eight seconds. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this team almost every single meet. The vast majority of meets. yes. What I really love here, we've talked about it all the time, but I'm going to say it one more time because it, it just, it is important to say. Every time they are rearranging the order. Right. Trying to make sure they've got the exact right.
0: Getting ready for postseason.
1: Yes. And, but just making sure that they've got it right, you know, never settling that this is the best we can do. That, yeah. I really appreciate that. Well,
0: and so, okay, look at this because obviously when we talk about this to you the listeners, you can't see our notes in front of us. But what we're looking at is all the times that they've run. In, and we don't have the exact orders, but basically the team is run. And if you look how it progresses, it gets faster and faster. And then the last time it took a big dip. And so they mm-hmm. obviously either changed Made something back or did something different and got back to right in the middle of where they were before. Yeah. So you, you can see, like you said, adjusting, trying to figure out what's best for postseason.
1: Yep. So the fastest they've ever been is three minutes, 32 seconds. This time they were three minutes, 35 seconds. Yeah. So... Three seconds difference.
0: Whatever didn't work last week was clearly fixed.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I appreciate that. So for women's discus, I'm going to take over a couple of throwing events since you talked about the men. Women's discus, we've got Mara Hewalt placing first out of six competitors with a throw of 51.81 meters. Mm Mm-hmm. Women's hammer throw, Maddie Malone, second out of 15 competitors, 66.93 meters. Mm
0: -hmm. I'll take over at the jumping because it's a gold medal. Mm -hmm. Women's high jump, Sanaa Barnes. We've already talked about her. Uh, First out of 10, 1.83 meters, her best of the season. Very, very Nice. Now, some more throwing things. My favorite event, the javelin throw. Sanaya Holly, 13th out of 15, 41.86 meters. Not her best of the season, uh, but still good performance at the pin relays. The women's long jump, Shantopa Bright, 7th out of 9, 5.87 meters.
1: For women's pull out, we already talked about Alyssa Quinones Mixon getting first out of those 13 competitors with her lifelong best PR. 4.13 meters, the new freshman record. We'll see if she beats it again at the SECs because mm-hmm. she's already beaten it two times. Right. Then we had Lexi Lena Weber and Rhiannon Held compete in the pole vault open, I'm going to say.
0: I was about to say. I read this wrong. I thought it was going to be a podium sweep and you didn't make a bigger deal about it, but I see now. No. I understand. They were
1: in a separate category. Um. So Lexi got second in her... Event out of sixteen competitors with a vault. I almost said a throw. We are not throwing the pole vault with a vault of three point nine three meters. And Rhiannon and Held got third out of sixteen with a vault of three point seven eight meters. For the women's shot put, we had Mara Hewalt placing seventh out of twelve competitors with a throw of sixteen point oh one meters. And finally, our last event to talk about was the women's triple jump. Our one competitor, Amy Warren, placed third out of twelve competitors, got that bronze creepy medal with a jump of twelve point eight four meters.
0: He brought it back around at the end.
1: Always, you know, you know, it's kind of like a book. Yeah, you get a bookend it. Yeah, creep and creep, bam. <laughs>
0: Okay, it's our well, show. so without the creepy parts of this podcast and this event, did this pin relay live up to what you thought it might be?
1: So, I'll be honest. A little disappointed? There was less... It felt like there were less Auburn competitors than normal. Yeah. So, am I disappointed? Absolutely not. We had so many medals. We had a new freshman record mm-hmm. after she already beat her own freshman record, which is even more amazing. We had a distance medley relay win. We had 400-meter hurdles good placement we had 100 meter dash we had all the things we had a new four by 200 meter team for the women like i'm not disappointed at all i just normally it feels like after pin yeah. we have a lot more to talk about
0: i did see you know when you gave me the notes this week and i looked them over i was like oh, this feels like it's a shorter list yeah. i was like well maybe it's because it's you know we're only sending the best of the best of the best there and we did obviously because we're all often tigers are always the best of the best we believe that with our orange and blue glasses on so. kyle believes that we we believe that in spirit. We believe in Auburn and Oh Yes. So regardless, <laughs> it's always fun to talk about the pin relays.
1: It is. It is. And I'm going to go probably look at some pin relay highlights now. You should. Yes. So as we've mentioned earlier, the next meet is the SEC Track and Field Championships May 11th through 13th in Baton Rouge, Louisiana Ooh. at LSU. Which we hate.
0: And can I just say this? For any Auburn fans going to support our Tigers down there, pray for you. This Jessica's not going to understand this. Most of you probably listening to this aren't going to understand this. But talk about corn dogs. Well, no. In in a sense. Um, if you paid attention this week to other sports with Auburn and LSU, the LSU people got their feelings hurt a little bit. y'all just be careful they can't handle too much ribbing and mm-hmm. you, you know they, they, they're a little sensitive right now. Just if you, if you were on social media this week you know what I'm talking about. so just shout out to the LSU fans out there you. is know, fine.
1: And if you're in the dark like me, I still hope that y'all will be safe in LSU and we look forward to talking about that. you? Where
0: are you going?